Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Geek Versus Podcast. The show's a proud partner of the Giant Size Team Up Network. This is episode 211. Guess what? It is a new year. We made it. We survived 2018. But before we go, we wanted to uh, look back and review some of our favorites and some of our superlatives from that good old year of 2018. I remember it like it was yesterday. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you have your collard greens, your black eyed peas, your Chinese food, money in your wallet. You're not doing any laundry and you can sit down and listen to our favorites from 2018. If you enjoy this show, uh, be sure to subscribe to your favorite podcast app. And if you're really feeling feeling in the giving mood, uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com. That's slash. That's a backslash. Geek versus G-E-K-V-S. Thank you guys so much for listening. Happy New Year to you, and we hope you enjoy the show. Things are about to get weird. So it's the end of the year. Is it? And we have, it literally is the end of the year, and we have a bunch of our year-end favorite things. But before we do that. Dun, dun, Got dun, a Christmas dun, dun. letter. Oh boy! What for, for Geek Versus? It's actually really? on paper. Like, what yeah, is this? <laughs> it, it came in a oh card. Oh my god! Yeah, it came in a little card. In the and, post, um, it's written in cursive. And um, um, yeah, written in paper. So I'm gonna read. It. And I haven't read this yet. I've been sitting on it for a couple weeks oh, waiting no. for you guys. Okay. Um, I haven't read it. So bear with me if it sounds like I'm reading this for the first time. Okay. Dear Geek Versus crew. All right, hey. So first off, um, hi. We did used to be V E R S U S, so I'll let it slide. But we we changed the branding last year to just V S. But it's okay, man. I appreciate that's not anybody's fault. <laughs> I never would have known. It changes. So it was a much. silent change, yeah. yeah. And th- th- he spelled it correctly. The reason I changed it is because people generally don't know how to spell verses, and I would get a lot of E S. But he spelled it right. Dear Geek versus Crew. First and foremost, I wanted to thank you for keeping me entertained, Aww. educated, and smiling on a weekly basis. Awesome. In my Dominic Toretto voice, <laughs> for those 60 minutes or less, I'm free. Who's Dominic Toretto? That's Fast and Furious. Oh! So you need to do Vin Diesel for that. I don't know. Oh, do I'll do Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel. Wait, uh, which one? For those what 60 did he say? minutes or less, I'm free. For those 60 minutes or less, I'm free. Got it. On multiple occasions, I've nearly wrecked, spit out my coffee, or, ah, see, now I feel bad, or awaken my kids. Due to uncontrollable laughter. Aww. Episodes like The Room, Regrettable Villains, and The History of White People were hilarious highlights of the year. In no consecutive order, these could be binged and one could compare them to the ending of the movie Home Alone. Full of jibs, <laughs> jabs, and random sheet I never saw coming oh or heard coming since you have an audio show. The first geek purge, Do You Believe in Alien Life, and Introduction to Comic Book Conventions are things every human needs to hear. Educate, man. I'm getting like I'm for I, real. I agree to that. I'm for real getting like kind of choked up, man. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just getting real uncomfortable. <laughs> Casey doesn't do well with compliments, but it's yeah, man. But Casey it, but immediately it, goes, to, "He's gonna be outside of my room tomorrow night." But, <laughs> but, but I mean, like, I appreciate the sentiment. Like, no, it's it's super cool. Like, don't, uh, don't get it twisted. Let's hear. Let's, let's hear. See. Everyone needs to hear educational, real talk, and made me realize that <laughs> Professor Oaks. At Betty, at like the sign yeah. at Betty and little Tony are just trying to be good humans and they do know some <laughs> mother father sheet from time to time. <laughs> little Tony. Uh, little Tony. 
I know this Christmas card is overly punny and horribly written, but you said it best. Something could be poorly written, but still be good. Did we say that? That sounds pretty good. But I do have a few. Yeah, legitimate- I totally said that. It was me. <laughs> it's Casey. It's-, it's Casey. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I do have a few legitimate fanboy questions to round up 2018 and going into 2019. Awesome. These don't have to be answered in sequence on a single show or all or at all, really, since this is a type letter and only one of its kind. You really have zero mm-hmm. obligation to do so. Well, we're in now. Fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. fifth. I, too, love a good movie score. Who would you say is the best, your favorite composer? We got Hans Zimmer, Dark Knight, Lion King, Gladiator. Steve Jablonski, Pirates of the Caribbean, Transformer, Ninja Oh, he Turtles. gave us options. Yeah, A, B, C, or D. Uh, John Williams or Other Not Named. Mine's Other Not Named. It's um, uh, uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Yeah, well, that's, that's going to be mine. <laughs> those are really good. Um, those are really good. I can't. Mine is either between Johnny Greenwood and Alexander. Probably Alexander Desplat. What did he do? What? Um, Alexander has done The Shape of Water. He's mm. also done a lot of other, like, any kind of movie that's, like, got a for- kind of airy bell theme, usually. is It's always very strange, but beautiful. Um, uh, Reznor and Ross did the music to Bird Box, funny enough. Oh, did they? Totally surprised me. Don't get too excited. Oh. Like, yeah. It was good, but I would, it wasn't. I would like, expect for at least the music to be good if they did it. it. I didn't expect the movie to be very good, though. It doesn't. It it doesn't quite sound like. It's not like if you expect like normal hype, like oh, it's gonna be. Eh, but it's it fits the movie, fits the tone. Mm. Of number two of the four Disney blockbusters coming out next year, which are you most excited about? Aladdin, Dumbo, Toy Story Four, The Lion King. Can I pick none of them? That's I fair. I don't think I'm going to go see any of those, but if I did, it would probably be Lion King. Oh, uh, mine's Toy Story 4. I I'm... think... Oh, wait. Yeah, Toy Story 4 is a new thing. Never mind. I guess I would have to say that one because of that. I think Aladdin, just because I know that I'm going to enjoy it, even if it's really bad, and I'm going to think it's very funny how much people hate Will Smith, and then that's going to entertain me. Because people are just going to be like, he's not Robin Williams. I'm like, you're right. He's huh. not. He's... Will Smith, if you already hated him, guess what? You're not going to like him as Aladdin. You those already are, know the answer to this. Or as a genie. Those are big genie shoes to fill, though. They were, yes. like he is he, somebody set him up. Right. <laughs> like he should he should have never signed signed up for that. Like, I'm sorry, Robbie, what? No, I'm good. <laughs> right. I'm good. It's okay. He lives in a bubble. He doesn't know. He just is like, I'm Will Smith. Everybody loves me. I'm hilarious. That's I'm going to bring much- like some hip hop flavor to Genie. You know, like, <laughs> didn't he actually say something like that? I bet he did. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. He's nuts. So I'm like, I bet. I'm like 98% sure that that was something that he said, something along those lines. I'll probably skip in that one. <laughs> uh, number three, best movie. Oh, see, now you don't give me the options. Best movie adaptation of a book. I know it's hard. I can understand if you want to default to Jurassic World. It's understandable. Is this 2018? Best, I think just whatever. Uh, the Dark Tower. Best movie out of. Oh, got him. I forgot that existed. I didn't. I think about it every day. Every day when I go to sleep. I don't know if it's Close my, eyes my and... all-time favorite, but off the top of the head and fairly recent was um, Ready Player One. That was fun. Well, that was a good adaptation. Yeah. I don't know. Lord of the Rings? Oh, of course. <laughs> I don't That's know absolutely. how to answer yeah, this question. That's absolutely what the I The Lord yeah. of the Rings? I almost, for a second, I was like, I wonder what Betty's going to say. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> I should have known better. I'm sorry. Uh, we got two more. Speaking of adaptations. Wow, did he have a stroke when he was writing? <laughs> no, I just, I just added in some uh, Bebop flavor. Gotcha. 
What are some of your favorite versions, remakes, era of your favorite shows, movies? I know you purged a good bit of them down, but which version of Doctor Who, Transformers, Power Rangers, Teen Titans, Batman, etc.? Mm. All right. Teen Titans, Batman, just... Um, just like favorite version or remake of your favorite I show. get what he's saying. I'm going to say right now, the time that we live in, we're Spider-Man and the Miles Morales into the Spider-Verse. Oh, man. This iteration <sighs> is my number one right now, just because it's recent. And on the last one, I said Lord of the Rings, so and I feel like I should say a recent and one. And it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Really like the Spider-Verse. Um, Bumblebee is my favorite iteration of Transformers. Mm. Uh, it's probably the first one that didn't totally yep, suck. Pretty immediately. much. I think you're both sleeping on that new uh, Watership Down. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> alright last one when you leave this earth and the circle of life occurs Ooh. a movie will be made of your life oh. who narrates it James Earl Jones, Liam Neeson, Alec Baldwin DC Douglas, Josh Brolin Morgan Freeman, Ian McKellen Sean Connery, he or she who has not yet been named Um, I don't mean to sound like a jerk but Hopefully, those people will all be dead. <laughs> like, like, am I oh, dying yeah, next week? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, <laughs> it's like, I, unless I die very soon. Yeah, to Casey's point. So I guess we all need to pick child actors. <laughs> <laughs> to Casey's point, if Morgan Freeman narrates me after my death, yeah, then we have a tragedy on our hands. That's kind of a bummer We there. have a tragedy, yeah. It's like we, we were going to a convention and wreck. <laughs> I don't know. A massive right? meteor strike. I don't. Uh, who would I have? I think I would have Tracy Morgan. <laughs> just him going, Betty's going to go down to the store to like, just. I do like Tracy Morgan. Honestly, it like. It fits me. If we could, if we have the technology, like he's not even known for narration, but I would want like a hologram, uh, a hologram Freddie Mercury. <laughs> okay. Just like very casually sort of like you can see him sitting in a lounge chair with his legs crossed, right. smoking and drinking. Exactly. Like yeah. talking. I, I'd probably get <laughs> Betty to do mine. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, just, I'll write that in my will. I hey, would try you, my best. Can you do my narration? So that's it. The closing sentiment here is simply, hey <laughs> your number four fan, <laughs> a.k.a. Hawaiian 99 Cent Ray who lives in Georgia. All right. The reason number four, he says, I'm assuming each of your mothers are your biggest fans, so I'll take number four. <laughs> My mom is not, That's, I can promise yeah. you. <laughs> she hates this show. <laughs> Ray, you might be two or three. Yeah, you might be number three. I think you're even higher than Daniel, my husband. <laughs> also, um, he did not mention it in the letter, but because of our hardships over Dragon Con, mm -hmm. Ray gifted us with some pies. So we have we have some pies. Pies. What? Oh, yes. cool. Um, uh, he gave us a whole apple pie, a whole pumpkin pie, and one slice of lemon <gasps> meringue pie. It was weird. I don't know why he did that, but it was just like one slice left in a tin. It's like, oh yeah, lemon meringue. That's a thing. I yeah. ate that slice. You did right no. before we started recording. You I did. didn't even know it was, from Ray. it was from Ray. I didn't want to tell you. I didn't want to spoil the. You thought it was going to taste worse? Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to spoil the pie for you. Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> so that is, um, I mean, we have a we have more episodes, but that is an awesome way to kick off oh, it our is. end of year 2018 and roll into 2019. And um, also, like uh, other listeners, if you want to send pies, uh, where would they do that? <laughs> no. 
These are actually personally delivered to me, so just reach out to me. We'll work it out. Yeah. I'll work it out. Like, I'll meet – wherever you need me to meet you, we'll do that. Exactly. Yeah. Where, can, where can they send fan mail at? Fry, uh, pies, pizza pies. I don't care. Uh, fan mail is uh, actually – that's not bad. It's 2510 Cherokee Avenue. Apartment 601, Columbus, Georgia, 319. Or hate mail, anthrax, you know, bombs. various yeah. things. Glitter yeah. bombs. I'm going to I'm gonna be honest. That's like the address that's registered to our email. It is, oh, yeah. yeah. So it's okay, but I live in a secure part. You can't find me. You can't get to me. You can't. <laughs> like the, the searchlights come on. Yeah. It is a zombie tower. You yeah. will not be able to ascend. That is not hyperbole. It You will not be able to get up here. Because I had someone once, they're like, are you comfortable putting your address? I was like, eh, good luck. If you get up here, then, well. Whatever. You win. Yeah. Yeah, it is that time again. Last year, 2017, we also did this, and I wanted to bring it back, and that's, I mean, we wanted to do it again, because it was so much fun. No, it really does seem like not that long ago we were sitting here doing it. Every year, it goes by faster and faster as we slowly get closer to, yeah, I don't, yeah, it goes real, it just goes by real quick, yeah, time flies. I'm going to kick it off, and you'll see why in a minute, uh, because I don't want to talk about this more, because we already talked about it. For the year, my favorite robot prequel. Ooh. Bumblebee. Huh. Yeah. It was pretty good. Actually, it was it was a lot of fun. Enjoyable. I'd recommend it. Don't let the other Transformers movies scare you. I was scared. Yeah, that's why but I didn't, good. didn't want to go at all. How much is the John Cena in it? Um He's obviously the main character is the woman, girl, I don't know how old she is. The main is. character isn't Bumblebee, the name? Well, he's number. He's kind of like number. The, the main story's about her. She uh, obviously finds the Bumblebee. I always forget her name. Um, She was just in, she was um, uh, Spider. Yeah, she's Spider-Gwen. Gwen. Because Gwen. I think in the movie she's Spider-Woman. They credit her as Spider-Woman. That's why I was confused. But anyway, she was her. Um. So John Cena is a, a distant third. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's around. He's he's hokey. He chews up a little scenery, mm-hmm. but it's John Cena and it fits the can't, movie. Like, can can you see him? You can, you can. They huh. they made they had a special filter, you know. But this, seriously, it's a good movie. Um, yeah, kind of just a like robot movie with heart and some Generation One cool Transformer stuff. But that's not the only reason it's good. I have a trick question for you guys. Or I have a regular question. Oh, I said trick. <laughs> like, Everything in the show is a bunch of tricks. That's Got a it. trick. This, uh, this year, and like within like this a week, I saw the worst movie I saw this year and the best movie I saw this year. I'm going to tell you the names of both of these movies. And you have to tell me which one you think was the worst one and which one you think was the best one. All right. Well, I'll get one set and you get the other and somebody's <laughs> going to be right. Okay. So one of them was The Greatest Showman. The other one was Venom. <laughs> the Greatest Showman is the worst, and Venom is the best. Okay, what do you think? Whatever Casey said, but flipped. Eh, you're both wrong. They were both the worst movies <laughs> I saw this year. They were both freaking awful. I hated every, almost every second of Venom, but absolutely every second of The Greatest Showman. Oh, poor Daniel. <sighs> Daniel I, got it. He was like, uh. I liked Venom. I didn't love it, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. I'm interested to, but I'm not shocked that anyone, someone would dislike it. 
I'm interested to hear what you didn't like about Greatest Showman because oh, that I heard a lot more positive for. Venom, like, b- before we go, that like I haven't seen it. It just looks so bad anyway. It is. Well, with Venom, it's like what I could imagine what it felt like to go and get really hyped to see like Surf Ninjas in the theaters. Like if I had gone and seen Surf Ninjas, I would have been like, that was pretty bad. But man, there were some parts in that that I'm very confused. I think I enjoyed it quite a bit. But um, with Venom, it's like, it's just so tedious and badly shot and just awful. But the very small part that is Venom and Tom Hardy is enjoyable, or Venom, at, Tom Hardy as Venom is enjoyable. But it just is like baffling how incredibly stupid it is. It's just so dumb. That's actually what I liked. And I'm not, a, I dislike Tom Hardy, but I really enjoyed Tom Hardy dealing with like hearing Venom in his head and then mm-hmm. going back and forth. I, I did think that was the best part. Yes. And yeah, the oh, other yeah. stuff didn't piss me off as much as it did you yeah. for me to knock it down. Yeah. The Greatest Showman was just poorly done. It just is like, it's like Oscar bait, but like 10 times worse. Like it's contrived. The whole thing is like, you should be genuine and you should be yourself. But like, there, so many of these people in the movie are just like the the ideas of, like who they are is like a sort of a paper cutout of what a person is. Like it, it has no depth. It is a shallow film that desperately wants to have depth, but is not genuine. If that makes sense, I know that's like. It's just that if I get into it, it's going to be like an hour. <laughs> it's the whole so, episode. Yeah, so um, I'm trying not to say this a lot. upcoming Oscar season. That's still Greatest Showman, or did that was that last year? I thought Greatest Showman like actually came out last year. I think it came out. Dude, I think it was last year. I think it was like Christmas last year. I don't know, because I just tried to ignore it. I'm curious if it's coming up for Oscars now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. doesn't matter. I don't know. It had to be last year, because I'm pretty sure they performed the Bearded Lady Show song. Yeah. But yeah, all the songs in it are so hokey, and like they're very generic pop songs that are not very good. Was it? um, So he wasn't the greatest But a lot of people love it, and I'm like, that's fine. You can have bad taste. Was it the the two that wrote um, Frozen and stuff? La La? No. Is it Frozen or La La Land? I didn't like... It's, It's probably the La La Land guys. I know it's... Because I heard, like... Damien... Dark? No. Yeah. Um, God, I'm so forgetting. Yeah, I heard... I feel like La La Land is An interview with those guys on, like, NPR, like, when La La Land was coming out. It's like, these are the most insufferable dudes I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Because I remember I have a friend that was like, I really normally hate musicals but he loved la la land like he wa- he listens to the soundtrack all the time he loved the greatest showman and so i was like okay so that movie's also gonna suck the music in that is also gonna be bad so that's pretty know. much what happened i did a quick search didn't find it also don't, don't care, care enough yeah. yeah i'm like that's enough it's like a from mo- now on like the, it's official they did la la land and the greatest showman <laughs> they did and they might have done Frozen too. Yeah, what the hell? Why not? They did Frozen too. Frozen. I don't think Frozen's right because I think people from Frozen worked ended up some one of them ended up working on Moana, and then they Moana you know was great and Frozen had good songs in it. It's just that the main one was so overdone. All right, what else you guys got? Oh, I I have another one ties onto that. The worst movie I saw that I was forced to watch in the holidays was 
uh, greatest show. Okay, God, I was like, okay. was, it, was there an additional? One? No, uh, a Santa Baby. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but that was the worst holiday movie I had to watch this year. I just year. know the song. That's all. Okay, so Jenny McCarthy. Oh wow! You didn't know anything? Hold on. She's time out. What? How did you? How did what? What circumstances had to have gone down for you to be like? Let's watch this Jenny McCarthy movie. Christmas Day. Wait, actually, here here's how it played out. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Like, I, I remember. Yes. I, I oh, you were there? You yes. already heard this. <laughs> yes. So, like, Betty and Daniel, like, uh-huh. evidently, um, I don't know, like, uh, they had, like, a home invasion. <laughs> yes. And, like, some masked man came in, like, f- flailing a gun around. And it's mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm going to take all of your stuff. Actually, you know what? You know what? No, it's Christmas. I'm going to give you a gift. Here, you're gonna sit down and you have to watch Santa Baby. <laughs> it was like just, uh, just for the. It record. was a harrowing experience. Um, and, and now, now I think it's time to come clean. Um, <laughs> it, it was, it was me. Take out the. <laughs> it, was, it was me. I knew you. Break out the familiar. VCR. Break out the VCR. VCR. Put in what year Santa is it? Baby. <laughs> Do they make new Jenny McCarthy movies? It was like 2009, and then they had a sequel in 2012. And ah! we, we also watched the sequel. Whoa, wait, what, what, whoa, what? Then there was another home invasion. That's right. It's like, yo. Oh, no, we started watching it, and I told my mother-in-law, I was like, I'm sorry, I can't. You guys were, everyone was drunk? Is that what happened? The no. whole family was drunk? Okay. <laughs> no. We were waiting for our nieces to get, it was Christmas Day, and we literally had, like, gone through all of the Christmas movies. We just watched, like, six Christmas movies or something. That and sounds so awful. she just kept, like, I want to see, you know, you guys will like Santa Baby, and I was like, this is Horrible. Like here's 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 my Norm is in it from Cheers. Oh well. Oh I mean, okay. You know. Well, how he's bad Santa can it be? Claus, oh. and he's her her his daughter is Jenny McCarthy. Okay, that sounds reasonable. I suppose. No. Um. All right. So like here's here's the thing. Like it seems like ninety percent of the time, like whenever someone says, "Oh, you'll love this movie," what they mean is, "I love this movie." Here, yes, I want to watch it. Like, and that's but, okay. But they don't think twice. Like. Then don't really stop to consider the kinds of things that you like or enjoy. It's like, I like it. So of course you're going to like, it's, it's that kind of thinking that like, no, again, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not trying to hate on your mother-in-law or anything. Oh no. She's just like, like, Hey, that's a Christmas movie. You guys haven't seen it. Right. Exactly. Uh, That's fair. But it's one of those things where it's like, you, you do realize that people have tastes and, you know, other than the things that you like. Right? I would just argue there's um, other Christmas movies. Like, Yeah, you could watch Love Actually. Ooh. Like, Oh, no. I will watch times. Santa Baby right now. Yeah, I know how much you hate it. I will watch it right now. That came up at a Christmas party. I've never seen it. I still haven't seen it. I plan to watch it. You know how the list goes. It's actually pretty good. It's, it's a, a love classic. it or hate it. Apparently, it's a love it or hate it. I'm I, very lukewarm about it. So well, there, that's love what for about you. that? Yeah, so, I mean, well, yeah. that's about where I was before I had to do a paper on it. So I was like about lukewarm more towards being like, uh, you know, I think it's a waste of the actors that are in it. You know, like the, the plot is kind of dumb. Some of the stuff doesn't make sense. It's kind of irritating, but whatever. It's a Christmas movie. Then I had to write a paper about the relationships in the movie and I had to watch that movie six times. Well, then that'll, I that'll ruin then I hated it. Oh yeah, and I already didn't like it before. So you can imagine like not liking something. I think a lukewarm out of Casey though is like love. Like that's I feel you know. it in my finger. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I love that part, and I love <laughs> Rowan Atkinson's bit. I will. I'm not going to talk too much about it because Rowan Atkinson's bit in that movie is 
one of the best ever. Like him putting the lavender and everything, wrapping up the gift for Alan Rickman is so good. I think watching it for the first time, one time, I will probably enjoy it. You probably will. It's It's got got a sixth or seventh viewing. It's got a star studded cast. It's got Mm -hmm. a very good cast. To me, it's like it's got a star studded cast, so it should be so much better than just like very trite. And I think it's trite, but you know, whatever. Hey, I got my favorite song of 2018. Yeah, let's hear it. Groove is in the Heart by D-Light. <laughs> that might be two years in a row now. It's um, a great song. I can't, it's such I can't, a good song. I can't get, I, I can't hate on that. And yet. I hadn't heard it. I don't, I, I don't think I had heard it this year, but a few weeks ago it came on right when I pulled up to work. Mm. I was late. It was a good day. So I was like, a good start yeah. to the day. I got five minutes. What your salary, right? Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll be okay, you know. But I had to, I had to listen, sit and listen to Grooves in the Heart. Yeah. So yeah, that is my 2018 favorite. So um, the best looking, song that I heard. <laughs> looking pretty good for 2019. Still 2018. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have an adjacent one to that. We, ha- I have one that Daniel has written for us. He, com- he sort of. Uh- got the, one for us. Angel contributor to the show. Yeah, Daniel. Uh, most violent. Wait, what is it? Most Violent Death of a Pop Song of 2018. It is Africa by Toto. Oh! And the reason why is because it was covered by Weezer. And then oh. in, and then I didn't realize this. Pitbull. Uh-huh. In Aquaman, uh-huh. Pitbull samples it. Uh-huh. So it's dead now. It's dead. We're never getting it back. Rip in peace. That, that's, made, me, that made me sad. That's terrible. That made me sad. Well, I, ha- I do like the song. Like, uh, that continent can't get a break. <laughs> we just, just can't. First apartheid. I mean, it's then like, it's comparable. It's comparable. Then it's- Pitbull and Weezer. <laughs> Doing pretty good with Black Panther, kind of coming up. Weezer cover. <laughs> God. I, that put, that just, that made me sour. Like, just brought my mood down, remembering. Those those covers exist. Well, I'll bring you bring it back up. Like my favorite soundtrack of the year, mm-hmm. um, Annihilation. Of course, yes, that yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Um, I couldn't even tell you what the movie's about, but it was, <laughs> but it sure sounded good. It's about uh, snakes in your stomach. Actually, I mean, I I could tell you what it's about, but it's really long. I don't care. Yeah, you, I don't, you know what? We're not we're not going to do the two hour in yeah. depth. All right, well, analysis. Yeah. Of you notice here this annihilation. This is symbolic for this. No, 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 Soundtrack <laughs> it was good. This was a tough one. I had my favorite non Cheers and non Becker rerun Ted oh. Danson show. So favorite Ted <laughs> wow. Danson show. Okay. Special category. Doesn't include. It doesn't include Cheers, cheers reruns uh, or Becker reruns. And I was reruns. like, oh well, then it's Beck. Oh god, yeah, got yeah. got me to get foiled again. Um, hmm. Wonder what it could be. Hmm. Rerun show oh. only because no 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 no. It's not a rerun. I thought you said no no. Okay. no. It's non Cheers reruns and non Becker reruns. Okay, I thought it was a re- okay. Yeah. I thought it was already in syndication from the never. Okay, no, no, I, no, no, I, no. I got you, got you. So huh. now you know. Well, now I'm now you know it's the good s- place. NCIS. Right? <laughs> <laughs> The NCIS reruns. Wait, was it? He is in one of those, right? Yeah, he's in one of those. Uh, NCIS Boston or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, I forgot well, uh, about that one. Oh, uh, so then clearly it's damages. It is the good place. Yes. Yeah, get the good place. Okay. Huh. Well, darn it! If those Cheers reruns aren't up there every year, the good place could just be the best thing of 2018. It, it very well could be. If there was like a gold star on the top of the year. It would be the good place. Sexiest Santa Claus of 2018. 
Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah, no doubt. There's probably no the first doubt. ever sexy Santa Ooh, Claus. Santa baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you watch? Now. No, I'm scared. I've be- heard it's really good. Because of how it turned on I would be. Yeah. Um, Kurt Russell Santa Claus. What the, what the heck is it called? The Christmas Chronicles? Yeah, I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I've heard that as well. But instead you guys watched. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be hot and bothered at my mother-in-law's. <laughs> Well, well, was t- I mean, that old Cliff Clavin, number two on the uh, sexy Santa list. I don't think I've ever said sexy Santa in my life. It's like, weird, right? Sexy Santa. Sexy Santa. <laughs> no, it's like a thing, isn't it? I thought that was a thing. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Reddit, subreddit to hang on, man, or hang out at. But Oh, it's called r slash sexy Santa. Duh. Come on, man. I just told you. Now, now I know. The most hypocritical fan turn of 2018. Uh, uh, give me oh, some boy. explanation. What do you think? Like, what do you mean by that? You will understand once I get, tell you who won. If that makes sense. I, I think I have one, but I, let's hear yours first. If that's okay. Most hypocritical fan turn of 2018. We hate Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Now we love Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. That's pretty much what. okay. Because like. People always, when they hear that something is going to happen, like a reboot or an adaptation or whatever, they overanalyze it. And then before it doesn't like, and we had this discussion on here. We talked about it doesn't matter until we actually see what it looks like. Like it doesn't in the end, as much as all the BS that they throw out, it's not going to matter until we actually see something. But now I'm seeing a lot of the same people that were so angry about them making this movie. Now they're like sharing all of these Joaquin Phoenix Joker memes and getting super excited about him running down the street and stuff. So, yeah. So like, what decade is this? Like 2008. Like we hate Heath Ledger as the Joker. We love Heath Ledger. Yeah. I, I just I think Joker fans suck as a Joker fan. You guys are just all <laughs> you're all terrible. Um. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. Yeah. I still, I, I mean, I, I hate it all anyway, but. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, okay, that, yeah, that was kind of, that was a pretty dramatic turn on that very one thing, so. It is like very specific. I was thinking just Star Wars in general. Oh, they haven't come full circle yet. Okay. They will. It's coming. It's coming. There will be the people that are like, you know, actually, um, The Last Jedi did all of this stuff. Someone's going to love it all. Yeah. Yeah. Casey, who, what is your favorite, um, media joker? Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. Easy enough. Yeah. Well, I guess if we're talking about media, then comics joker. Like, his comics, Mm. comics are media. So, you know why I said media? Because I was wondering if there was ever like a radio joker. (laughs) <laughs> like, I was like, did they, did they do a Batman radio show? They had to. Uh, you would think you would think that that's almost a certainty. Uh, I sure. actually don't know. Maybe it was a little. Maybe Batman came a little later than when I don't know when Batman came out. Uh, uh, Nineteen thirty-eight. Uh, so mm. there, that has to be out there. You would think that there's a radio show. I mean, you got the Shadow and all these other crazy radio heroes am i thinking of superman i don't know it doesn't matter but it's in the, it's it's around that time um now i know might... there's a superman radio yeah yeah i remember that yeah not like damn i was like shut up i wasn't there i just remember it existing mm, okay yeah. but then specifically which there's a thousand comic iterations of joker aren't there yeah um i like them all because they're all 
there's this really, 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 really dumb thing that they're doing now called like three jokers that I hate the entire premise. Short short version is I I just like the fact that he he does change throughout the years and and it's all and it's all supposedly the same Joker until they did that ridiculous mess. But anyway, um, I really like the way they do the Joker in the Batman games because they made me play the Batman games. Isn't in most of them? It's Mark Hamill, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. But it's still like the way that they do it is like to what the way he shows up, like especially after he's quote unquote dead, and then he's like talking to you and as Batman. I love the way they did that. He's so good, and those games get on my nerves. So except the one, it's the first, I guess, good not good game, but the I don't remember. Maybe Asylum was there an Asylum? What yeah. Are, one anyway, one of them where Joker gets mutated and turns into like Bane. It's the first one. Yeah, that pissed me off. Okay, because he remember. he was just cool. Like the character was cool, and then it's like, oh, now he has the venom and right. He's big and throwing stuff, and I was like, what the hell is this? I mean, yeah. I whoop that ass. It's, but a, it's still. a little weird. Yeah, but just take a take a weird left for me. Favorite coworker recommendation, mm. but there's two categories. So mm. this is the first one. The first category of the favorite coworker recommendation is in the this show's okay and my six year old kind of liked it category. <laughs> and that is a conversation we had where, hey, I watched the show. Oh, my six year old like it. Tony will love it. And my six year old, like, I like it too. <laughs> We're watching it as a family and my six year old cracks up category. Okay. And that is nailed it. On Netflix. Never ah, heard of it. Yeah. It's uh, like a baking show. It's sort of a spoofy baking show. Okay. Um, where they take these like amateur crappy bakers and they're like, hey, make this fancy ass cake. And surprise, they don't make the fancy cake. They kind of huh. jack it up. And uh, that's it. That's literally the whole premise. And they nailed it. And it looks bad. And they do a bad job. And for some reason, it's entertaining. It's hosted by Nicole Byer, so she's kind of fun and funny, and they always have a special guest, and then they have their resident judge, Chef Jacques, who's like a for real legit fancy chocolatier. Mm-hmm. 25 minutes on Netflix. It's a fun little entertaining watch, and my coworker, six-year-old, loves it. Mm. I really wanted to like that show. I just, I think I'm spoiled in the British shows. It's where they're all quiet. And they just talk. Like, I love Nicole Byer, actually. She's really, she, I like her stand up and I liked her on Girl Code, but there's something about the show. I'm just like, she's yelling all the time and I can't, it's too many loud noises. She's very aggressive. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's never just my down personal Nicole taste, Byer, too. But- yeah. I, a lot of people love it and that's awesome. It's just like, I'm, I like the quiet. Oh, she's so. hilarious, but there's just sometimes you're like, I'm not in the mood to be yelled at, you know. <laughs> you're, you're done. You're done. Time's over. Oh, your chair fell back. You're done. That's Nicole Byer in the show. <laughs> your impression of Nicole Byer actually almost caused you to crawl yeah, no, back the in the chair. The chair fell was a little scary. There was legit fear in in a part of that impression. Um, oh, I thought that that was part of the impression that I she sits in a, a office chair and falls back. No, just the ah, ah I'm gonna fall. <laughs> I'm gonna part. fall in the chair. Yeah, help <laughs> me. I was like, yeah, he is screaming a lot. Okay. Betty narrate my life story. <laughs> um, but no, I could see why it would be by be frustrating. What's funny? Is it would just be Kathy lines, panic lines. It's to, I watched two seasons of that. I had some time off work, so I watched two seasons of that. And then they had uh, like a Queer Eye special where the guys from Queer Eye come on. Oh, okay. It was all, they only did one round. I was kind of pissed off. It was uh, like 10 minutes. 
but it was still entertaining. And then they have uh, Nailed It Christmas, which apparently is a separate listing. It's not season three of Nailed It. Mm-hmm. It's something separate. And then when you're done with that, the last episode is Nailed It DIY, which is where they make crafts. Not as good. Not as fun. And then they remove Chef Jacques and bring in some other dude who's probably an okay person, but he's not Chef Jacques. Yeah. But like so an arts and crafts good. person? Like, but it's an arts yes, and crafts. They make art. Like in this one, they made a uh, Christmas ornament. Right, but the person that the consultant, I guess, so to speak, he's not a chef because, like, you yeah, know, exactly. Okay, yeah. but he's just some dude. So he's like, some dude. So is he like an artist? Or uh-huh, like, uh-huh. I'm a professional arts and craft. Like, uh-huh. I work at a Hobby Lobby. So uh, <laughs> my name's uh, Neil. He's uh, I'm talking about. He's Michael from Michaels. I had to, uh, I had to open <laughs> a second mortgage. You know, uh, they, they actually got Michael, y'all. They actually got him. <laughs> what, what, what did, I got a store. It is I, Michaels. You must say it like that. And here's a tip: the Elmer's glue is the the kind of glue that you want to go with. <laughs> but uh, like to be a six yeah, year old awful, French yeah. chef, like Chef Jacques is kind of funny, and Nicole Byer like flirts with him, and they have this good rapport that makes the show good. And then there's just oh, this the other good rapport dude. makes the show good. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? But then when they take out, I mean, he's he's half the show, and they take out that element, and it's just I don't know, it's just not the same. That's weird how that works. Same. But huh. everything else was good. And uh, yes, my favorite um, recommendation that coworker six year old really liked. Okay, I didn't crack up like the six year old, but I still enjoyed it. Okay, well, good for you. Nailed it. You said that there. Wait, so. When you said that, it sounded like there was going to be two different categories. For oh, there is. I got another one. You want the follow-up? Yeah, yeah let's yeah, get the follow-up. 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 So just so there's no confusion, that was favorite coworker recommendation in the this show's okay, my six-year-old kind of liked it category. Right. Oh, wow. I was that confused. Was so you only this said it one, eight times. This one, favorite coworker recommendation, non-kid appropriate. Okay. okay. Ozark. Oh, okay. Ozark. Oh, yeah. You did like that one a lot. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ozark's on my list, too, for biggest sophomore slump. <laughs> like that first season was great yeah. and that second season i was like nah like that first season i watched like in like two days the second season i watched in like two weeks <laughs> wow i don't disagree i don't disagree um i watched them together as as the one recommendation and i still liked it you know it's one of them things like oh i like the the show i like the characters I, I'm i'm with it you know but definitely when split up by seasons, not as good. But I still liked it. Because to me, what it seems like, what uh, I'm not, I don't, don't work at Netflix. Yeah, but, but what it seems like happened is they had a story planned, a one season story planned, mm-hmm. right? And then it was like, well, now let's see how far we can take it. So, <laughs> you know, like, it on out. And so, like, that first season story was like, it was very tightly plotted and everything, and it, it, it flowed beginning resolution end like the basically that storyline ended and it's like yeah we could probably make 10 seasons of this so last minute let's and here you go and we're gonna go at a real 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 slow pace i have a couple of series of ones that were ones that we did in the last episode that are kind of updates okay so movie i forgot that came out in 2018 last year i forgot that logan came out in 2017 (laughs) This year, it's Tomb Raider. I for- keep forgetting that that came oh, out this year. Oh, shoot. That did come out this year. Yeah, it's fu- we we all praise that so much. As much as I liked it, too. And yeah, I was like, man, that was really good. I'd recommend you check it out. Totally forgot. Totally forgot. Really? I saw it twice. Simp- yeah, it's like a really cute, not cute, 
it's a really nice. It's like she sings into her hairbrush. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what is this? I'm going to open all the tombs. It's a it's a legit action adventure movie. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it's a legit. It's not brilliant or anything, but it's like nice middle ground. It's fun. better than Venom, for sure. Oh yeah, I, I agree with that. Seriously, <laughs> it's Tomb Raider from beginning end was fun. It was very fun. Yeah. Um. What was the other one? Oh. Best Chris of 2018. <sighs> like they like were we like do they, this a couple times a year. They were all in it. They were all in it this they, year. Last year it was Chris Hemsworth, Chris Captain America, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine. Chris Pine took it last year. Gotta say, y'all, Chris Pine's taking it this year. You always really? leave out. You always leave out Chris Hatchet. Oh, Chris Hatchet. We didn't forget about him last year. We didn't even talk about him last year. So he's lucky that, okay, we're going to add him in on this year, but I'm so, sorry. I don't think he would agree Chris Pine would be him. Chris Pine. Hmm. Still better because he uh, takes the best. I still like all of the movie roles that he takes way better than any of the other ones. Chris Pratt, to me, is canceled because he's a big old dumb Republican now. So I'm over him. Um, Sorry, y'all. Chris Pine just seems so... I'm not exists like that's i don't know chris pine is like takes really good smaller roles that's why did, what did chris pine do this year even he was in a wrinkle in time which wasn't good but his role in a wrinkle in time was good he was the father yeah for like five minutes he, he did was like hey other- what's up y'all all right bye guys dude whatever that movie was not good but whenever he saw his daughter and they were all crying and in that weird hole that was cool there was a weird ass yellow hole i don't know um, I forgot he was in that. I I very much didn't like Wrinkle in Time, so I think I just blocked it out. Last year, he won mainly because of Wonder Woman and because he died in Wonder Woman. And I'm still happy about that. So he also gets those points that from last that was year. Good, those some carryover points. Aren't they yeah, bringing him back? Yeah, carryover points. He, he had some points to spare. He Yeah, they're bringing him back, So, but it didn't come out this year, so I'm not going to take his points away yet. If it, Next year, he might not be best Chris. Okay. Maybe Hatchet will be able to he win. He can come up. Um, also, I'm sorry for if anybody other's Republican. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. He's one of the bad ones. He's one of the ones that even you, maybe some of y'all wouldn't like. So I don't know. He's just a horrible. Pine, Hatchet, Evans, Hemsworth, 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 Hemsworth. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. See, Hems- Hemsworth, Hemsworth was up. closer than some of the other ones because he was very funny this year. Mm-hmm. But, I, I think he's going to take it next year. I think so because you think he's going to make a good yeah. just because of that Men in Black. I think he's going to take <gasps> it because of that. Oh, Tessa Thompson, you know what? Like by association, by Tessa Thompson yeah. association, he almost he was up there this year because he had. But he had Tessa Thompson association this year, didn't yeah, he? but it no, wasn't that was last enough. year. That was last year. It, oh, was it last that year? Was no, last, Ragnarok. Ragnarok was last year. It was November. You're of last right. Year. You're right. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, I'm excited about the new Men in Black, though. I'll, I'll go check that. I'm out. excited about it. Cautiously optimistic. Cautiously, just because, like, look, it doesn't have to be the thing that it started out as. But to me, like, the whole thing, the whole thing about the Men in Black was it's that very American guys in black suits covering up alien conspiracies. Like, just the very square, the very boring, yeah, very like nondescript, like we were never there type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and that's what they played up with, and that was fine. But this is like international, and they're doing like, sil- like, don't get it wrong. Men in Black was always silly. Yes. But like, but to me, like. My- you already know someone's about to say something. Bet- between, remember the Michael Jackson cameo, between, Men in Black. Between the middle, middle to late age Tommy Lee Jones, who is exactly what I would picture a, a Men in Black to be. Uh-huh. 
versus Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson's like nobody's forgetting them. They're not. They're not generic enough. Like yeah, who's, who's, I know what you mean. who's who? What's what background are they blending into? Yeah, I just want to see more. Uh, but that creatures. being said, but that being said, yeah, I just want to see more creatures doing you crazy know. stuff. And you I know, just want to see more Tessa Thompson yeah. doing anything. Maybe tone down on the bug things. I'm over them. Like I get it. Hey, well, yeah, hey, yeah. Mexican stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. don't get rid of them. But I don't want to have to show about them. Have the movie. Gonna be like Yokito Taco Bell. Oh man, I would. You know what? I would <laughs> laugh. And passing cervezas and but, like but I would freaking. Be, oh. <laughs> it's gonna be so bad. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm that is not. funny. They brought them back, and they're still doing those Dagum accents. I'll never forget, Casey. I think you and I saw. What was the last one? Three. Three. Were you? Did you and I see that together? Yeah, we did. We're, that was bad. I'll never forget. Like it's one of them weird stories. It's like, oh, Men in Black. Remember that time? So, spoiler alert for Men in Black Three. There's some timey wimey stuff, and Will Smith meets his younger self or his dad or some crazy stuff. And this woman in the theater was. Her blown mind away. was blown. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's like the lady that, like, when Black Panther took his helmet off, and she was like, oh, it's Chadwick. Because I swear, if oh, I remember Wakanda. the story correctly, there was like five of us in the theater. Like yeah. me and Casey, a couple people, and someone there. Yeah. And she was like, it's his dad. He's like, what? <laughs> no exaggeration. Yeah. That and blue. Like, just blew the lid right off of her brain pan. Like, just, it was... This storytelling is so good! Like, she hadn't seen any movies that year. Or like, that ever. was the she... first movie she saw in, like, ten years. Yeah. Or stories she read. Like, she's never consumed a work of fiction ever. Oh, it's... That is so, that's so clean. It fits together. It's perfect. I did not see that coming. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't. It was. Now, no like one... the only other black guy on the show. I was like, that must be, that's probably, that's his dad. It was one black guy in the 50s. Yeah, you know it's something. God bless her. I'm excited. I'm happy for her. You know what? Life must be so interesting. But no <laughs> one can say Men in Black. You know what with, I mean? Without me wish, not man. thinking about, I know exactly where I was sitting and exactly where it was so vivid in my head. It's like just to be surprised and pleasantly surprised by every little thing. It must be nice. Last one from last year, real quick. Okay. Movie I watched the most this year. Last year it was Sicario. I was about. I, I was going to see if it was Sicario. Total out of the year would not. Dude, it almost was. <laughs> it was nine. I watched Sicario nine times last year. This time I watched it four, but I saw I Tanya five times this year. So I still haven't seen only that. five. Huh, okay, it actually might be more, but I don't know. I, I was at a point where I was falling asleep to it. Tony, I was so soothed. Even I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the list. I plan to watch it. Heard it's hilarious. You know, it's actually. Oh, I think it's on Hulu. It's or quite good. Something now. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon Hulu, for I sure. Think. Yeah. Um. So I have one that's favorite show. My mom thinks I should watch, but I actually watch it, and I'm enjoying it so far. Okay. There's a lot of stuff she recommends. You should see this. You should see that. And. I get it, like, and I appreciate it, but there's just so many. I'm like, there's just so right. many shows. I can't watch them so, all. Uh, I, I, I'm going to recommend something for you to watch. It's called Netflix. Just all of the catalog. <laughs> all of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about, uh, do you have a Hulu? Like, oh. So, yeah, this is one. Oh, you would like this. You would like this. You should check it out. I think you, you would enjoy it. And I said, you know what? I am going to watch it, and I'm actually enjoying it. Sometimes there's I watch it, and I'm like, I don't really like this. Uh, so far, because I'm not done with it, 
Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I knew it. I knew that's what you were going to say. Yeah. I don't know how. I just knew it. You get me, dude. I yeah. keep wanting to watch it because it's got Alex Bor- Borstein. She's Borstein so good. And, she's and my favorite. She's like, I love, yeah, I love her. But like, my my question is, oh, you, sorry. Okay. I thought so. I thought so. No, uh, but my question is like, you know, it, it's set like in the 50s. Like, how do you deal with that? <laughs> um, it's not bad. I like, I can, I'm okay with that. It's okay. Not like, too cause far like, back. really? Cause like, every single time it's like, uh, I, I was before the eighties and I'm not watching uh, it. No, I, I, uh, branched out and it's, um, it's about stand up. So I actually watched the first episode last night. Really? Yep. Huh. I we didn't even talk about it. We didn't even set this up. Nope. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I'd recommend it. It's, I was excited to find out it was about stand up. Well, I knew it, but there's, it's way more into stand up than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like that, but it's not all that. There's other storylines. There's other stuff going on. And so it definitely keeps the story fresh and moving. Fresh and moving. And I would highly recommend it. I think I'm about halfway through the second season. I think it got nominated for some Golden Globes. Yes. It gets tons of great reviews from like yeah. critics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, but I do like Alex. Alex Borstein is my favorite. And I didn't even put it together it was like i accidentally paused it on amazon and they have a cool feature where they show everyone in the scene like the actors and the song playing in the scene like and i was like oh, mm. wait a minute oh yeah and yeah she's my favorite hmm. so i recommend that to everyone thanks mom um Aww. i would have to say let's see best use of jk simmons um mm. would probably be i don't know what i'm saying probably it's it's definitely counterpart um mm. Which is fantastic. Uh, he plays two versions of the same person. Uh, is this a movie or a TV show? TV show, uh, stars. Um, the last series was, was, I think it was last year, but the second series started, um, a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Um, and he plays two versions of Howard Silk. Um, cause the world like split in two. So it's like a parallel world type thing. So he plays two oh, different I'm listening. Um, <laughs> like fringe. It, yeah. Kind of like fringe, except better in every possible way. Oh, wow. Um, because fringe is very aggressively mediocre. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were a big at me, You're not at a me. fan of fringe. I'm a fan of fringe. I enjoyed it while I was watching it, but like, gotcha. Overhyped, you think? I, I watched it once and that's all I ever need to, like, who cares? Like, Daniel's watching it again now boop, boop, or finishing boop. it now finally. Um, but yeah, like he's fantastic in it. And, uh, honestly, like he's not even the best part of the show, but it's the best use of him. Um, but Olivia Williams is the best part of the show and she's my favorite thing ever from ever and all time. What would I know her from? Dollhouse, Adele DeWitt. She's the, the boss lady from Dollhouse, Adele DeWitt. <laughs> Olivia Williams. That's the only other thing that I've seen her in. I've only, I only know her from that and Counterpart and she's amazing. Um, but she's English. I keep thinking of Olivia Coleman. Sure, well, when why I was not? searching it, it went to Olivia Wilde. Uh, Her too. Why not? <laughs> all, throw all, them all in there. All Olivia's everywhere. Next year, favorite Olivia. Uh, she was in Rushmore. Oh, Six Sense. Yeah, she's been in a lot of British stuff. Yep, she's amazing. She's uh, yeah. Hannah. I mean, you know El, what? El Postino. Let me just stop there. I like Olivia Williams. Let's just all right, yeah, let's, 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 let's before just, it gets weird. Let's do that. Um, but she she's fantastic in it. Um, and she is, she's my favorite part of that show, even though, like, and don't get me wrong, like, despite the despite awesomeness the, of J.K. Awesome, Simmons, like, J.K. Simmons is ridiculously good at, like, pretty much everything that I've ever seen him in, and he is doubly good in this because he plays two characters, ha ha ha. Um, but, like, she, she's amazing. 
Um, mm. It's a great show. Um, counterpart. Counterpart. I, I, I've recommended it to you, Tony, before. I was going to say, someone's told me about it. It was me. Um, I can't. Hey, Mara, dude, calm down. It was no, me. I can't recommend. Could have also been. No, I can't recommend it enough, and it's and it's not in the past. So, so there. <laughs> I think I have it on my list. Yeah, it should be. It's not in the past. Take that. something else. But, uh, um, watch. Yeah, it's it's down there somewhere. But uh, because for four to good place counterpart but he does he does a really good job of playing two completely different versions of the same character that's crazy yeah. and i'm not being funny that that as an actor that is kind of crazy yeah that's, you know. like you can just look at him and immediately tell which is which and then what's weird is like he's playing one character pretending to be the other character and it's like oh he's playing that one character pretending to be the, like it's it's just so, the level the nuance there is so really he's good. aware of both versions like uh or i just gotta watch it you just gotta watch oh, it all right. So it's it's some it's some next level stuff. Is it on know. streaming anywhere other it, than stars? No, it's just it's just 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 stars. But I have the stars package for whatever. Oh, oh boy! All right. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's how I meant it. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying that's how I've been watching it. So I, it's it's not on any other streaming services because I got it for American Gods, which you know whatever. But so for the first time, I think in the two years we've been doing this, I have a tie. Oh, ooh, and I really, and I was like, "Oh, that's stupid. That don't do a bit. It really is a legitimate tie." My most WTF movie of 2018. Oh, one has to be Annihilation, of course. Yes, stands to reason. What What do you think? Maybe I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. Maybe have we talked about this? I we talked about this. I think on Facebook. I had a moment to where I was going to talk about a scene from this movie, and I'm. I it has to be the same movie. It has because it's the most WTF movie of the year to me. Is sorry to bother you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But I can't. I don't want to talk about it because it's like it's so. It's a super spoiler. And there's like, it's a super spoiler. And there's also um, probably inappropriate in some respects. Which one's sorry to bother you? The telemarketer yes. thing? Okay. Yes. yes. With the white guy voices? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny you say that because one of my categories is best white voice. And I have <laughs> I have a tie between Lakeith Stanfield in that film and uh, John David Washington in Black Klansman. So <laughs> they, it's like a tie. But That did come up a couple times this year. White guy voice. But yes, um, Lakey Stanfield's was was that Patton? Did Pat no? Patton Oswalt was Danny Glover's. The bot, yeah. I, I'm pretty. Or was it the guy with the? It was the guy with the eye patch. The guy with the eye patch. Um, yeah. was it Cross? Who did David Cross? Cross. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's the movie that whenever people talk about it, they can't really talk about it, and we're having a similar conversation now because it is spoilery, and I just would you recommend people check it out? It depends on what you want to get. It depends on what you like to watch. To me, I really loved it because this is like a debut from a director. It is completely untouchable in how weird it is. But it's not... There's something about it that feels very... Like, it's not forced how like wacky it is. Sometimes you watch a movie and people just throw out stuff. And that's... Yeah, agreed. It, it sort of makes you think that that's what it is, but it's so funny that it just flows all together. But it's absolutely insane. Oh, it's bonkers, but it's, it's exactly to her point. It's not just crazy stuff out of left field. There's a rhyme and a reason but, for the absolute bonkersness that it is. But at the same time, it totally is crazy stuff out of left field, but it's like great. 
I am um, so Annihilation. I recommended to everyone. I was like, oh, it's kind of sci-fi. Me gets too. a little weird, but you should check it out. You'll 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 enjoy it. You know, maybe you won't like the ending, but you you'll enjoy it. Sorry to bother you is a tough. One. I I feel like I got to know the person to be like you might enjoy the journey. It's not the greatest movie ever. I wasn't blown away, but I enjoyed going on the ride of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a buddy of mine, uh, Phil from Botched on the Giant Size Team Up Network, plug said, "Oh, I'm about to watch. Sorry to bother you." I was like, "Text me when you're done. I don't care. I'll be <laughs> up." I want to. So, so early in, he said, "Oh, I think this may have gotten weird." And I said, "You've only been uh, watching it for a few you, minutes. You don't know. Get back to me when you're done." And he was like, "Okay, we're done. It got weird." <laughs> But it's good weird. I yeah, you need to It's a colorful, it pretty movie with some really interesting themes and stuff yeah. in it and then it's also crazy. It's a it, to me it was just an adventure. Like, yeah. you know. And it probably didn't hurt that who's your your lady in it? Tess Thompson. There you go. It feels like all of the crazier scenes in um think are being John Malkovich, but if they just only took the most bonkers, crazy ass scenes from that movie, and smush them all together. Oh, I'm back in. What? Yeah. Oh no, you, you, Casey. I it's like a movie, recommend it to. If, if if this movie, and I'm not saying this to deter anything, it's just what it is. Is like if this movie had been starring a bunch of white dudes, it would be, I think, and it. I mean, it would have to change what it's about. But like, <laughs> yeah, people would, I think be more talk about it like it was this new crate like yo this is someone yeah. was really thinking yeah yeah because it just it's very cerebral but i don't think i think some of the stuff is because you know talking about race makes and people i was gonna say in the subject matter um that's always bothersome to people but you casey i definitely recommend it too yeah you I'm, will, I'm, I'm in you will enjoy the ride yeah it's it just like what <laughs> Sorry that it jumped on that one, but no, I, like... I want to because not a lot of people have seen it, and those that have seen it, it's like this club. Like you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and this dude, um, a friend of mine recommended it. I was like, oh, I've been meaning to watch it. He said, "Don't look it up. Don't read about it. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you anything, but I think you would like it." Yeah. Okay, I, I'm good with that. That's enough. Cool. Same thing. I'm telling you, Casey. Don't look <laughs> it up. Don't read about it. Just watch. Just it. Just go for it. Um, maybe not in mixed company. No, don't get the family, you know. <laughs> no. Don't get the kids. Like, gather around, no, kids. It's definitely you know. rated R. <laughs> uh, shameless nostalgia pool. I was gonna say all of Ready Player One, but instead I just said the Shining part, the Shining scene from Ready Player <laughs> One, because that one was like a. I geeked pretty freaking hard watching all of that. That was really cool. Mainly just for how it looked and how they took scenes from The Shining and sort of very seamlessly put an orc in it running around. <laughs> Lena Waithe work. That was very entertaining to watch. Still laughing. She was like, I've never seen The Shining. Is it scary? Is it scary? <laughs> <laughs> yes, orc. Lena Waithe. It is very scary. Bumblebee had a big nostalgia pull too, but I have no shame in it. It was... Yeah, because it just—it's all in the '80s, and you know, the the actress didn't know how to use a Walkman in real life. She's like, I don't know what that was, and they had to show wow. her how to use the Walkman. I mean, okay, <laughs> uh, like, like, like for example, which way would you put a tape in a tape deck? You know, well, there's two ways. Like you try it one way, and then never mind. I don't. But when I, you're filming I, I'm, on I'm camera, getting, I'm getting rationally un- annoyed by that. Like. <laughs> What do you mean she didn't know? Look, man, I don't know. She was on Graham Norton. She said she didn't know. I didn't call and ask her. 
phone. She couldn't figure it out. I mean, she. There's like two options. Most. I, 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 I'm, I just don't understand how you don't understand. I, anyway, okay. All right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No, but we'll. we'll I, Never. Good right. enough to move on. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. Good enough to move on. Uh, most important mustache 2018. It's Superman's mustache in Mission Impossible. Oh. No, in Mission Impossible Fallout. I think it totally was worth it. After seeing Mission Impossible Fallout, I 100% think he made the right decision to tell <laughs> them to f*** off and let him keep the mustache. Keep him a mustache. Because it looks so good. I still want to see that. I haven't seen it yet. Is the plot that point like- that he has some of those glasses with the mustache on it? Like that, <laughs> That's a spy yes. movie, in right? In a big nose. It's a big nose. In a big nose. Like, that would be pretty cool. Like... Some guy comes in shooting up the place, and it's very clearly a guy with glasses, a big yeah. nose, and a mustache. And then they do, like, instead of the face reveal, like, he just pulls off the glasses, and it's Henry Cavill. Yes. <laughs> that would be great. That's like, a, I would I would love that's that. That's the entire plot of Mission Impossible. How the hell did you do that? <laughs> I, just, I just saw it from the trailers. Like, yeah, you just, you just, just piece it, it together. together. Yeah. obvious. That was a movie I was really glad I saw in theaters. I, I like those movies, you know. Yeah, they're fun. Um... I just know. I mean, they sold me with Henry Cavill with the mustache on a helicopter and a fifty cal. Yeah, and they're like chasing each other through the air, shooting these giant guns. He, they were their fight in that movie is so great because he's just so pissed off at Tom Cruise. He hates Tom Cruise so much, and Tom Cruise will not stop following him, and it's just great. And you can't stop Tom Cruise. I thought y'all knew. Yeah, he's got the power of Scientology. He is Tom Cruise. And that's why I'm feeling like, oh, no, no, I don't like it. I'm like, but have you seen Mission Impossible? Yeah. Because they're so good. I mean, Did you they... see when he got hit with that missile and he like kind of like, ah, and then got up and kept running? Yeah. Tom Cruise is my number one guilty pleasure. I just have always loved pretty much everything he's ever done. Even if it's a bad movie, he's just so good in it. I don't care. Magnolia. I watched it. I watched Vanilla <laughs> Sky. I watched all them damn movies. Vanilla I was like, Sky. Like, the funny thing about Vanilla Sky is there's, like, three movies around that same time period with that exact same <laughs> thing that happens. God. Oh, well, it's, the ending. it's mm-hmm. so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, What has he done lately? Obviously, Mission, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Is that well, it? Have is that you done for him lately? Boop, 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 boop. Um, I mean, I don't know. I was just thinking about Mission that Impossible. That Mummy movie? Yeah, I think oh, Mummy was 20... That. Was that 2016, that. 2017? I, I think it was last year. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I got no problem with Tom Cruise. What's he got coming out next? I'll go see that. Yep. Minority Report 2. I got a question Shoot! for you guys. Don't play with me. Yeah, yeah that is do not. <laughs> play with Minority Report. Oh, my God. I'd, I'd watch another one of them Oblivion movies. Yes. I thought they were talking about making another one. They should. I loved that movie. Yeah, that was good. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking You're about, thinking about Edge of Tomorrow. I'm thinking about Edge of Tomorrow. Which I I love that too. Yeah. But, I enjoyed Oblivion. But, but the thing in the but thing I like about, Edge of Tomorrow way better. Edge of Tomorrow is the one everybody loves. Oblivion was the one that low key like that went under everybody's radar and I I I really like that. Oblivion one. to me is on that annihilation level of uh-huh. like kind of hard sci-fi for a theater. Yep. Yeah. Whoever did that movie just did a really good movie. I think it was Annihilate. I'm going to look it up. I want to do something. That's and then, fine. Uh, now I'm curious. <laughs> and then, what? Andrea Riseborough was in it. Whatever her name is. <laughs> sure, she was awesome in that. His uh, wife. His yeah, 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 Quotation yeah, marks. Yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. We need um, to. We need to do and very soon. And then, oh, uh, Morgan Freeman out of nowhere. Bonus Morgan Freeman. Um, we need to do very soon. One of you guys can even have this one for your topic. 
Oh, it was Tom Cruise. It was Tron Legacy. That's what I was thinking of because I just rewatched Tron Legacy because I love that movie so much. I mean, it's all the same stuff. Oh, what the? Oh, Betty's phone just exploded and fifty dollars came out of it. Was it one of those Samsungs from a couple years ago? (laughs) Like it actually just. So what's up? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) No, I I I can already tell I'm going to be disappointed. A movie that's coming out in 2020. Okay, it is called Top Gun Maverick. Oh yeah, he's we doing all knew a that t- was a thing. Is that a th- I didn't know. I, did. I don't think I knew. Tom Cruise yeah. is coming back as Maverick for a Top Gun movie. That just seemed really unnecessary to me at the time. Whenever I heard about it, but <gasps> sure, why not? Jason from The Good Place is in it. Are you guys excited oh, okay. now? <laughs> I'm kind of excited. <laughs> Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. <laughs> The last thing I have is my um, in memoriams for 2018. Ooh, oh, that's yeah. a fun thing. Um, does anyone have any anyone they want to do before that? Uh, I um, don't. I got a bunch of I can do real quick. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's... knock them out, machine gun style. Uh, best, best, not dolphin style, machine gun style. I can't even do it. Not drunk monkey style. Most impactful death in a movie, I still think, was Killmonger and Black Panther. Um, okay. Def- especially wait. over yeah. Infinity, yeah, good Infinity yeah. Butts. Oh, yeah. Those are cheap. Best old man, Tom Waits in The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, wow. I haven't watched that yet. Um, oh, gosh. Yes. I didn't know Tom Waits was in it. Best use of a meme in a movie. What are those by Latita? Oh. I was might, gonna say, I'm going to argue that. Letitia, good, please, because I put... Oh, but I can't because it's post credit Because uh. I put maybe Wait. something in Deadpool, but well, I couldn't remember. You saw it. This doesn't spoil anything. What? What are those versus what did you think about the post-credits in End of the Spider-Verse with Spider-Man 2099? I forgot. I, forgot. I genuinely forgot. When he jumps in... To, and this is, doesn't spoil the movie. Oh. With the the duplicate spiders. That doesn't count. Ca- You're talking about when he goes in the 1950s yes. Batman? Spider-Man, yes. That doesn't, or Spider-Man, to me that doesn't count because it's not the same, like, I'm sitting behind a desk, like, the specific memes. It's more like they just jumped into the TV show. That had since been used as a meme. I got right. you. That makes sense. This is like, Letitia Wright said, what oh, are those God. referring to his shoes as, like, I a see your point and I agree. Line. I will go with that. Um, and then my favorite two rom-coms were Crazy Rich Asians and Destination Wedding. And I think that's it. I don't know Destination Wedding. It's Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder, <laughs> and it's freaking great. They hate each other, and they, it's just a bunch of dialogue. It's wonderful. Is it a theatrical release? <sighs> don't know, but it, 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 I think it went directly, I think it was mainly an Amazon movie, maybe. Gotcha. But it's wonderful. My In Memoriam, and I, I, um... I am uh, welcome to hear other things you guys may like. So these are things, not people. These are things that have since passed away in 2018. They were good while they lasted. Number one, movie pass. Bum, Remember those bum, days? Bum, 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 bum. Wait, yeah. that's not a. I mean, it. Does somebody super... graduate? Yeah, he's college. Gra- Is that what graduate that was? to death? Death. Okay. Bum, I'll do it really far. It was. It was so. <laughs> It was so good when it was like 10 bucks a month and you could rack up the movies. It's almost like it was unsustainable. It yeah, I mean, it was. It totally was. But it was still nice. Another thing of uh, In Memoriam of 2018, I'm really going to miss legitimately 
my Netflix superhero shows. Wait, what happened to him? They're all canceled. Except the second season of Punisher, which then will be canceled. That's so funny. After it comes out in January. One of the notes I had for 2018 was, can we all agree that they released too many Marvel TV seasons in 2018? There were like five seasons that came out this year. I didn't. What I, I although I was excited about them combining them to do like Defenders. In hindsight, I think they should have not done that. It's too much. And had them cross over on their own shows. Like mm. I don't also need a crossover show. Mm-hmm. Um. Or, inversely, just did a Defender show. Yeah. And had stories of everyone. And now I think that's what I'd, I'd rather. Because it was like eight episodes. Let's make sure everybody is contributing equally. Like, Aww. yo, you can have three episodes without Jessica Jones. and Or you yep. can have like an episode without Matt Murdock in it at all. Like, just have different people. You know, just like an ensemble show. Iron Fist. <laughs> Leave right. him in a, in a pot or something. Yeah, that would be well. Cool. But he's—have you seen the second season? Because he's cool now, and I'm not just saying that. If like, it takes that long, I don't care. Well, he's legit cool now. Oh, well, that's and good. there's other people that are that were cool that are like even cooler now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, Ward's the dopest dude ever. Like that dude. Anyway, there's there's uh, this is no no BS. When Iron Fist season two ended, I was like, dang, I could go for some more of that, and I meant it. To myself, I was like, I really would like some more of that. But yeah, they should do it like, um, like the Justice League. Cartoon. Exactly. Sometimes the you people, know. it doesn't have to be a little bit of everybody all the time. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And that, and I think that would be sustainable, and I think it would be fun and interesting. And maybe they'll do it when they Disney take notes. Yeah, switch over. It's coming because we said it here first. All right. I forgot one. I'm sorry. It's okay. I have so many. What was your favorite Spider-Man of 2018? Oh, come on. Now, you got to think about this because there's there's Peter Parker and Infinity, whatever. But then there's also Miles. Then there's also Nicolas Cage. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We got to pick a then singular also, one character? Yeah, one, one Spider-Man. Then there's also Miles. Then there's two Peter Parkers. Then there's Penny Parker. Then there's Spider-Gwen. Then there's Spider-Pig. There's a lot of spiders this year. Well, I, I got to go with the one from Infinity War because I haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse. You need to see Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. no. I was, um, I was on um, Breaking the Panel, and we were talking about some movies, and, oh, Bumblebee and Aquaman and this, and it's all right. And then somebody yet hadn't seen Spider-Verse. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought the assumption was everyone's seen that because that's what you need to see first. That's the most important one. Of all the, the fourth quarter superhero whatever, whatever crap, that first and foremost is what – Everyone has to see. So my favorite one iteration of Spider-Man. Um, now you know I love the pigs. Everyone knows I'm Pig. a fan of pigs. Oh, I like I yes. like funny pigs. Yes. I like um, what's the boy? Golden boy, uh, the comedian. Um, I don't know if you're still on this yet. Or are you trying to name other things before you get to this? No, the comedian that voice John Mulaney. Mulaney. I like Mulaney. Yes. So Mulaney, I like comedy. I like pigs. I like but. Butts. Despite all that. We all like butts. It has to be uh, Spider-Man Noir. Nicholas Cage. Cage. Yes. It's so, he's so dramatic. It's just so good. <laughs> I was dying. And like whenever he, he doesn't even say much. He doesn't have a lot of lines. He really doesn't. But. They make fun of the origin story in the movies. And so they have a origin story every time a new Spider-Man shows up. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, let me give you the story real quick. But Nicolas Cage is like 
over the top, like in the way that the Batman from the Lego movies are. <laughs> so he's like makes fun of him, like ah, I like to sit alone in bars and smoke and think about my life, like stuff like it's just very yeah. There was something he said. It was um like uh <laughs> they're like oh no we weren't expecting these enemies or something and they start fighting and he says sometimes you don't get to pick the ballroom you just have to dance. <laughs> yes. And I think I was the only one that laughed, and I was embarrassed. I don't care. I was I was in there with a bunch of like little kids, uh, and I mean I had a friend too. It wasn't just me and little kids. It was weird. Uh, yep. uh, Aaron was there too, just you know, and there were some adults too. It's just, but um, I was dying. Just I was like, really this this guy, this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know what you're doing after this, Casey. Like what you got going on? I don't know your life like that, but I could make recommendations. You should go see Spider Verse. Ah, yeah, I was yeah, wondering. I there was some confusion. Edge of my seat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. That is how we will conclude 2018. It's been a, a fun year, good year for us, and we can't thank you enough for hanging out with us this year. And we uh, we look forward to what we got to bring for 2019. So happy New Year to you all. Hope you had a good one. And we will see you next year. 